well on playback for people. Because I was like, because I'm looking at the, I was looking at the updates, the streaming updates, and I'm like, holy crap, we're getting like close to half a thousand um, listens, and then like over 500 streams. But our follower count went up to like 42 followers, and I'm like, hey, that is growth. We was technically at 20 at the start of the year. Now we at 42 by by pretty much by October, which is now. So that is good, and I like to think having you all on this past week. I'm, I know Dennis has been on this year. Jadobi, you was last on. We were still at the GCR, huh? I think so. Yep. Damn, that was last year. <laughs> and with that, yeah, it really was. Yep, yep. And with that, welcome to the Back to the Space ID Collector podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi is Dad Robinson. Um, to me, uh, God damn it, I fucked that up. Oh well, doing it live. Um, <laughs> with me on this episode, we have returning guests. Mr. I, I have him in our Discord group called Lieutenant Chocolaholic1219. Dennis, welcome, welcome back, my dude. Thank you, man. Good to be here. Also returning, but not on the GCR, but on the Space Oddity Collective, Jadobi Siphon. What's up, my dude? What is up? It, it, it took a long time to have you back. I was like, I always try to make sure I have a good topic for everyone to come back. Um, also, if you notice, Benita and Benita Ray and Christian are not on. They don't give two Philly fucks or two tears in the bucket about DC at the moment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they really do not. Well, Christian does. He finally saw the um, the Batman trailer, and his reaction was, "Holy shit! Holy shit! Wait, is that Colin Farrell?" Verbatim. That is what Christian has said. I probably had around the same reaction. Because that was a. Uh, I don't use this term lightly all the time, but that was a sexy ass trailer. Like, goddamn, yeah. that was a damn good trailer. It really was. Good. The first thing I posted after that was. Do I really have to say it? I guess I'm going to a movie theater to watch Batman. <laughs> but at least it's going to be out. Um, if you've seen the trailer, they finally gave a release date, March 4th, 2022. So that's five months away, technically four months if you were not count in October. But still, it's very close, which I wasn't expecting from Warner Brothers for, it to, for the release to come out so soon. I was expecting like... June or October of 2022. Definitely around October. Oh, that would have been good if it was an actual Batman movie coming out. And I would like to see a long Halloween live action movie during the month of Halloween. Like, come on. I mean, it'd be nice. I would not be opposed to that. Not at all. No. But on this um, episode, we're going to be talking about what happened during DC fandom. Um, we'll talk more about the Batman trailer, what we liked about it, what we hope to see out of it. Um, we also talked about the Flash teaser. Um, it's not a full trailer; it's just what it's basically what they what they did last year for the Batman. It's what we got here, just a teaser for the Flash. Um, we also got a fla- uh, teaser for Black Adam. Uh, and I was eh. 
you know, but we'll get to that. We'll get to Black Adam. Um, we have Suicide Squad kill the Justice League, and we have Gotham Knights. Maybe talk about all those some good morsels, but no Superman. Another year, no nope, Superman. Nope, nope. Um, but if you listen to our episode, um, Spooktober episode three, the return of silence. Uh, me and Benina did talk about at the start at the top of the episode. We had a new segment called "Today in Stupid." It carried over from the Night Owl show over to um, the, this podcast. Um, Today is stupid. We just pick an article or we pick um, a tweet, and we put that person on blast. Normally, we keep we don't mention the person by name, but uh, on <laughs> the last episode, um, Wendy Rogers. She got all she caught all heat from us and Amber Ruffin and all you super, supposed Superman fans. You bitched them on about John Kent coming out as bisexual. Ooh, <laughs> that has been rough. Oh, that's been so rough. We put we put all the heat on you, motherfuckers, especially those who say my childhood. I hate that term. They ruined my childhood. That is just. Don't even get don't even get me started on the other Superman news. <laughs> I think the reaction to that one is just has been just as absurd. But spill the tea, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we already look. We are. We are. I, I, look. I just dropped a nuke. All right. We made fun of Wendy. I just made fun of Wendy Rogers again in two different episodes. And all these people worrying about Superman's son. What's uh, what else? Is it, wait, let me guess. Is it because the term is now um, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow? I believe so. Yeah, we talked about that too. It, it, look, I'm at the point where I'm now like realize like Ethan Van Skyver is just a horrible human being. Like no. <laughs> Just this morning, there was a DC writer who apparently quit DC just because of that Superman news and says, oh, I found a new family with Ethan Shriver and all the rest of these writers. And I, I was I was just beside myself. Do you, uh, this is, a good, I think, a good question before we go into um, nerding out on other stuff. Do you find yourselves, like, I have a collection of Green Lantern comics, and Ethan Van Skyver is all on that shit. So, like, and it's like, do I get rid of it? Or, that means I'm like, or, do I, because I know there's more um, Green Lantern comics that has him on it. So, it's like, am I still supporting DC? Am I supporting Jeff Johns or anybody else that's on it but has him tagged to it? Do you find yourselves in any other medium where the person who is the most toxic is still attached to it but the other like 20 people that are not do you still try to get that form of medium or are you like no I'm not going to touch that Ooh, that's a hard one that is really tricky I mean Part of me, I mean, like it, it's it's a double-edged sword. You you want to support? I mean, because because someone else is getting hurt in the process. 
part of me would still try to get it because you know some some someone someone's got to get the money you don't want you don't want the wrong person to get the money but you still want the other person who put who put the who put some effort into it to get a piece of the pie i mean um because you know sometimes you just sometimes you you don't really get a choice in working with some of these uh dicks and uh you know half the time you don't even find out until until you've already started working with them that they just come out and suddenly oh i'm a piece of crap it's like oh well what am i supposed to do now dennis um it's definitely a slippery slope but i think it's very important um that you have to recognize is you know even though you don't you find out a person is a piece of shit. Uh, you got to remember that it's not just that one person who has dealings with this particular thing. It's just like a movie. Let's say you go. Let's say there's a movie that you really want to see, but it's a person that you absolutely despise. Well, if you don't go see the movie, you know the people who cater, the people in production. I like all those people. God bless them. Don't get paid. Or they don't get to come back for a sequel if you don't watch that movie. It's the same thing. The same yeah. thing that spills over to comics. Because you have other people that it, it's not just uh, the writer and the artist that make money off of these books. There's a whole staff of people um, who, and this is how they live. This is how they live. This is how they, you know, and that's that's got to be, that's got to be stressful to know that somebody on your team is maybe gonna cause you to not eat, yeah. To not, especially in the the current atmosphere that we're living in. You know, everybody needs their money right now. You know, COVID's a thing. It's still a thing. You know, I uh, you know, and, and and people are still feeling the effects of that financially uh, during 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 this atmosphere. So it's it's really hard. You know, I think. I'm, I'm I'm not judging anybody who still supports. You know what I'm saying? That's that's your choice. I'm not gonna knock you for your choice. Cause if you see somebody's a piece of shit, you know hey, they're a piece of shit. But still, you've got other people. It, it, it's actually it's actually very mature thinking to think about other people that's connected with that, and to give that some forethought. Because some people don't even think about that. It's like, oh no, I'm not I'm not supporting this. Fuck them. You know, and that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Because I was definitely thinking about that because I'm doing, I'm still continuing the damn mentorship and where the, the teens wants to play Overwatch. And I'm like, fuck. Oof. Oof. Yeah, because, well, actually, before before we even started this, I was just playing Overwatch myself. But I've made, I've at least promised myself I will play the game, but I will not put any money into it. And, <laughs> like, and, you will not catch me gambling away my money on these loot boxes, but I, I will play it. And I'm screwed because I don't own it no more. Oh. I'm like, oh, shit. I still, and it's been a good, cool month. I still haven't told them. I'm hoping they just want me to, the cast the game, and to like coach the kids. I hope they don't ask me to play with them because I don't own that shit. I'm, and I'm not trying to go and give them money. I'm not trying to give Activision Blizzard any money. That hell no. 
Uh-uh. They're, they're still a sink. Uh, they're still a, a ship sinking even today. Yeah. The news is, is getting no better. Yeah. Um, but we spent. Oh, damn, I'm the one who started the tangent. Twelve minutes in. <laughs> Not started the tangent, but I think no. But that but that discussion we did that we had at the top. It 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 makes sense because there is like I've been hearing some shit about the Batman behind the scenes between Matt Reeves and uh, uh, Robert Patterson, but they they seem cordial to me. Probably they even Matt Reeves is a good um, actor, even though they seem cordial. But um, I think comes yeah. Train of thought. Because when I look back at the Nolan Batman movies, and you hear between Nolan and then Bale, but then that type of relationship that they had turned out the Batman movie; those Batman movies were were good. Even though I have have been um, very open about my um, my thoughts on the Nolan Batman movies, but uh, I'm not gonna bring that heat on this episode. We're, we're praising the Batman. As we're doing, um, occasion. <laughs> um, right off the bat, you can tell. I can. Well, for me, I don't. I don't know if y'all can, but I notice, like Batman the animated series. You know how that they did the animation style like on black paper, and then they added in color after the fact. You can tell like this was shot dark, but then they added in. Like color when I, we all have not seen the movie yet, but from just based off the trailer, it looks like the color that they need will like will be complemented with the darkness. You know, forget what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, right. I noticed that too. So like that scene, the that clip of Catwoman and Batman on top of that ledge, and then just the orange and the orange and pinkish sky in the backdrop and they're in a dark silhouette I can find one scene in Batman animated series and be like yep that's a callback but that's just me um, and then the Michael Giacchino score when it comes right on mm. god damn mm. like yeah this dude is the reason why Rogue One is tolerable. Well, let me wait. Let me back up. I like Rogue One. I I don't want nobody to come after me on Twitter, even though I do welcome some engagement because I have like zero engagement on Twitter. But you know, it's just the thing. Um, I do like Rogue One. I'm currently going through the Star Wars franchise right now. But I stopped at episode two. I need some palettes. Since we're in October, I'm, I'm watching all these horror movies to get me prepared to watch episode three because, good God, <laughs> Hayden Christensen is actually a good actor. He really is. He doesn't he is. get enough credit. Mm-hmm. I would like to see, and Hayden Christensen is a little bit older, if we get a future Batman sequels. This is going to be controversial. I'll probably like to see him as Mr. Freeze. Hell, maybe Thomas Elliot. Definitely Thomas Elliot. That one. That's that's one I could get with. Like him versus Robert Patterson. Robert Patterson. I, shockingly, he's around my age. 
<laughs> so, yo, a 40-year-old Hayden Christian as Thomas Elliot versus um, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Let's go. But I, but good God, episode two and three of Star Wars. Family two and three. Family guy, um, family yeah. guy equated very well. We have all this technology, and she lost the will to live. Are you fucking kidding me? This is Family Guy Star Wars. Okay, not me. Family Guy Star Wars. L- yeah. Literally. The spirit is a strong weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been rambling on and on. Let's start with Dennis. What did you think of the Batman? Um, I love the trailer. I love the trailer, and you know, I'm one. I'm one of those people. Uh, and I, I, I don't, I don't want forgiveness for this because this is just how I feel. I'm one of those people when I heard they were doing. The Batman, I was like, oh great, another Batman movie. We sure don't need another one of those. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I would like to see different characters maybe get a shot, uh, you know, a spot to shine in. Because I feel like, I feel honestly like we've had enough Batman movies, to be fair. Yeah. But, 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 I got to also think about something. I'm older. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I, I remember the Adam West Batman. I, I went to the drive-in theater to see the Keaton Batman, and I still have fond memories of that. Same. Because I love that movie. But this trailer right here, this trailer right here is on another level. Let me tell you something. The thing that I love the most about this, the thing that I'm, I love the most about this is that it's different from the other films based off of we don't have a slick hair, charming Bruce. We have a distraught, angry Bruce, mm-hmm. and this all it, that basically is the same. It looks like the personality, of, just based off the trailers right now, of Bruce and Batman are the same. Like they're almost just identical. Like you can't tell them apart. And and the thing about that being interesting is that because Pattinson is all Pattinson's also a great actor. Yes, I think he doesn't get enough credit for his acting. If you go back and look at some of his other movies, this man can act. I'm very much looking forward to just see a just unhinged Batman because that's what we're getting. This man is angry and unhinged, and it, is, it doesn't look like nothing's really pulling him back from doing what he wants to do. Um, and and it's it's just it's 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 mind blowing, and I and I love it. Um, but then you got to think how many like you've got. Paul Dano, the real, is going to kill it. I think he's going to shock everybody. He, I think he's one of the best character actors of of this generation right now. Yeah, I think he's going to shock everybody as the realer. I, while we're talking about like Batman, and some people might be really excited to see Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, which I'm sure a, a lot of us are. This guy, uh, yeah, and and Colin Farrell as a Penguin because he's so you don't even. That doesn't even look like Colin Farrell, but man, that makeup is so good. Uh, and you got Jeffrey Wright as well. You got so many great actors. And I'm just thinking, man, Paul Dano is probably going to be the person people talk about. Just like, I, I don't want to compare this, but I think he's going to be on the level of like Keith Ledger's Joker because when that movie came out, that's what people were talking about. Yeah. And I hope, I hope this is what we're going to get. Out of this film, I just want to see Paul Dano get 
his recognition as a great Riddler in this. I hope everybody gets a great recognition for the characters in this movie because I think this movie is really going to set people ablaze. I will say this though, and, and I'm going to leave it at this. The Batmobile in this movie, mm-hmm. I think it's fucking lit. Oh, thank you. Sexy as Let me tell you something. As a man who, who loves muscle cars, that's what this Batmobile is. It is a muscle car. And I was talking about this the other day with Mr. Bruce Wayne Brady, by the way, that I didn't too, I, I did I didn't too much care for the design of the tumbler. I just got used to it. I, just, I didn't I didn't I didn't too much like the design of it. Um but as soon as I saw the design for this Batmobile, I was like, I'm with it. And then to see it in the trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> that, I'm sold. That shot when the jet turbine kicked on, I was like, that was a Batman animated series shit right there. It was. I was like, let's go. I was like, oh, my God. I'm getting more, I'm more hype. I'm getting more hype. I mean, what got me was seeing that thing flying right through the flames. That's yes. right. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Got you. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> Can we talk about that last shot though? Ooh. You're walking towards him in the and you just, you don't really you just see his shadow or he's blacked out upside down walking towards him with the flames behind. I was like, that's your money shot right there. If, the, yeah. if that wasn't gonna sell any, t- if anything was gonna sell any tickets, that sold tickets. Yeah. People are gonna go watch this. Like if that if that ends the movie. Like if if that was the ending of the movie, I would be fucking fine. Like yep. Like be like, ah, oh, Joker Penguin got away. No 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 no. This is how the movie is really going to end. And then just Batman just like the the music crescendos and then just cuts the black and then the credits. I would be fine with that. Cause that you don't in all these Batman movies we got, you don't have nothing that's that feels grounded but yet like a, like an actual comic book movie like it leans to like the Nolan movies leaning too realistic and for the audio listeners I'm doing the air quotes and sorry when we get the video you get to see it all but um like it lean the Nolan movies lean too heavy on the realism well once again realism um, of certain things, and then Bruce was giving all those gadgets and shit, and I really hated the Tumblr. It was just a fucking tank, <laughs> a fucking tank mixer with a Ferrari. It just I wasn't I was not digging that. Um, and then Affleck's Batman, he was Arkham Asylum. He was Arkham Asylum Batman. I don't care what anyone says. He was Arkham's Batman, but with a flair of Snyder. And then Keaton's Batman was a Tim Burton joint. Call it what it is what it is. It's Tim Burton. <laughs> it's a Tim Burton movie. Um, so here it looks like we get a good combination of comic book and in realism. But but then the curiosity sets in. What if it gets a sequel? Do you put in his more sci-fi villains like? Scarecrow, I'm like, well, in a way, Scarecrow is a sci-fi villain, but Mr. Freeze, um, Croc, like, Poison Ivy, like, doing those characters justice. Like, you like, could, 
or or you just keep taking it or you could just keep ramping it up i mean if he's if he's this fed up with gotham with gotham's craziness right now the only way to keep shaking it up is to throw in the court of owls just keep just deep diving into that well because it only goes deeper um but something else i want to pick back off of what dennis was saying i think if i remember them saying was this is Bruce's second year as Batman. Yeah. It's, so it's not an origin. He's already been Batman for like a year or so. So maybe this is us seeing him fi- learning how to separate, like, separate himself. Because he felt like if you watch, if you, I played, I'm watching kind of funny playing Arkham, um, Arkham City the for the anniversary of um, Arkham City and the line that Bruce says was like he he don't differentiate differentiate himself from Batman he he feels like he's one and the same mm-hmm. and you see that in comics you see that in animation um, I think I don't think we ever saw it in like the Snyder movie well the small portions that had Affleck as Batman or I know in the Nolan movies they try to differentiate the two but here I think where you you made the, that point when you saw it was I don't know they're one in the same and I think this is the first time we're going to get a Batman where yeah they're one in the same but Bruce needs to learn how to keep them separate so I feel like maybe at the end of the movie he's going to be the Bruce Wayne that everyone knows He's probably gonna clean himself up, get a haircut, play, be that playboy. Which, like we, like Bruce said, Robert Pattinson's a good actor. He has done movies where he played the playboy. He's did one where um, with Tom Holland. I forgot the name of it, where he played this suave preacher. Forgot the name. It's on Netflix. And then um, he did another one where he was like, um, like a playboy. Um, I think um, Nicole Kidman was in that movie. I legit forgot the name of that one. But he showed he can do that. And then you have movies like... And then I, I'm mentioning these, these movies are in my head, but I forgot the fucking name. <laughs> Hold on. Robert. I'm on IMDb. <laughs> Robert. There we go. Top search. All right. So... We have as a sign of this is your first listening, first time listening to this podcast. Um, we try to stay away from IMDb because Benita derailed the whole a whole episode by going through IMDb, and we and we, <laughs> we, we were stuck going through IMDb, looking at actors' quotes, stupid ass quotes. And their movies that we were shocked that they did. Um, the Devil All the Time is the one I was talking about. Um, he did that last year with um, Tom Holland. Um, Good Times is something that's more gritty. That um, I was, It was on my head, but I just forgot the name. Um, some weird-ass movie. But he did play a playboy in it. Um, Rob Sess. But Cosmo, Cosmopolis is the one I was thinking of back in 2012. Jesus Christ, that was that long ago. Fuck, 2012. 10 years ago. Damn. We getting old. Um, 
All right, I was, I'm going down the now. Jay Baruchel. All right, hear me out. Jay Baruchel as the Mad Hatter. Ooh, I see that. I can see that. I see that. Yeah. Now let me get off of um, IMDb before I pull up Anita. Um, now, because uh, I know we're, we're now talking about sequels, and because until we get to the movie, we can't really say much. By we love the trailer, and we, and can, I, can, can I say something? Well, yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I, I pointed this out too, which I think is really cool. If you if you take every Batman movie starting from Keaton till now, all those Batman movies from Keaton till now, have you ever noticed when he's wearing a mask, when he's wearing like when he has like full Batman garb, no matter who the actor is, that there's black paint around the eyes. And, and when they take it off, the paint's not on their eyes. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> so it's just like it's a part of the mask. Yeah. This is the only Batman movie where I've seen where he actually has that around his eyes. That is oh, right. I did notice that. In the first teaser. Yep. It's the it's the first time where it's like he put that on around his eyes. So when you take it off, it's still around his eyes. I was like, I wonder how many people even noticed that. You 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 know, goddamn, you have it took us thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you drop the nuke and then I think this is going to be game changing I think you're the only person I've noticed not Nerdist not the new rock stars not IGN no one is talking about it you heard it here first on the Space Audio Collective podcast by Dennis himself give this man a, uh, a platinum trophy any game he wants Sony give this man a platinum trophy <laughs> I just love that little detail because I've I've always noticed that nobody like when, like if they're in the scene and they got and they got the mask on and they take it off all of a sudden like the area around their eyes is just regular yeah it's just regular but in, in the first time I saw it, I was like wait a minute his eyes are dark I was like wait is that the paint is he is he actually applying that around his eyes so people don't see like the 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 skin around his eyes through the mask it just blends in. And I was like, that's that's cool. I'm like that they actually made that an integral part of him like preparing to put on the suit. Yep. Or taking it off. Um about and something I I'm very curious is on the bat suit. Like he's just taking bullets to the chest. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That thing's completely bulletproof. Yeah. He was taking automatics. Like, automatics. Like no ricochets hitting him in the chin. Come on. <laughs> you see that chin? Do you see how sculpted it is? If a chin hit that, it's going to bounce off anyway. That's why it got exposed. <laughs> see, now, what stuck out for me is that they actually they actually uh, decided to, you know, bump up the importance of Catwoman for once. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh... I mean, uh, I mean, I know some people might say it, it could be too, it, it would be too soon to, you know, do that whole what they might they thing between Batwoman and Catwoman in the movie. But, you know, for me, I like seeing when I like seeing when these two are interacting and, you know, Catwoman is there seeing his darkness 
is uh is seeing everything that, that everyone else isn't noticing firsthand about him oh is he is he really about to beat this guy to a pulp i mean you saw that one scene he's beating the crap out of this guy and she's just having this shocked expression on her face because you know they go from they go from one minute everything's all game all it's all fun and games till they're actually fighting side by side against uh criminals and suddenly he takes things just a little too far just like oh yeah what did i just get myself into i remember madry was talking about things that he was that inspired him like he's comic fan like everyone else and he's a science fiction fan as well and he was saying a lot of things inspired him for the, his batman movie he did mention the animated series i forgot what i know robert pattison mentioned uh i want to say tom king's run on batman because i know at the start of this podcast I, I got tom king and tom taylor mixed up but that was for injustice i would do it have you you haven't seen injustice dennis I haven't seen it yet. No, don't watch it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm hearing it, very mixed things about it. It's you. You'll be shocked to hear this. It's worse than Venom. That's impossible. You can't get much worse than Venom. It, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You guys, you guys don't like Venom. Are we talking about Venom one? Or are we talking about There Will Be Carnage? Both. <laughs> I'm talking about both. Uh, he hurt me, but that's a conversation for another time. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's a Marvel conversation <laughs> for another time. You got that right, because I will die on a hill, and I swear. I, I said this before, and I'll say it again. You heard me say it before, Jadobi. I feel supervillains should not get their own movies until you stop killing them in the hero films. The only person who gets a pass is Harley Quinn. She deserves it. Yeah, she gets yeah. she gets a pass. But that's only her. I don't give a fuck. The only person, Donnie Cates, Venom Rung, made me give a fuck about Venom for that minuscule time in terms of comic books. And I heard Donnie Cates don't even, Cates liked the, um, the interpretation of Venom, uh, Venom. And they was apparently um, like taking inspiration from his comics. If he's the one going like, no, this is nothing like the Venom I've been writing for what close to ten years. I'm I'm gonna decide. This is the first. This is the first time I'm siding with a comic book writer. So I'm a die on the hill saying villains should not get their movies until you quit killing them in the in the hero films, and give me a sympathetic like make them sympathetic enough to be like you know what yeah give them a, give them their movie, give them their own movie. So. uh so uh, even though their whole origin is not based on a certain character who is an integral part of their origin, not you know being in that movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> then, we're, we're, you know, it's, we're, we're on the tangent. Here we go. Buckle up, folks. Venom oh, and Spider-Man. Venom and Spider-Man are so tied together. Exactly. To and the fact that Sony is milking the fucking Spider-Man universe, trying to make movies without the person who's integral to those villains or anti-hero stories, that makes no sense. And they keep and then on top of that, they keep complaining about Spider-Man's a teenager because you keep making him a fucking teenager. Like what the fuck? Stop it! You got thirty-year-old people out here. 
watching a fucking like Tom Holland is now is no longer in his early teens. This fucker is now twenty five people, and he's now tired of playing a teenage Spider Man. He's already out here saying this may be his last movie. No, Phil, he's just pulling the RDJ and he just want more money for Spider Man Four, which you're rightfully he can rightfully do by this point. Like, give him all the money so he can keep on playing Spider Man, so he can actually play in a fucking adult for once. I think that's why he's happy doing Uncharted because he's playing an adult. So, first of all, Sony quit making fucking Spider Man a villain. I mean, a teen, and he. I have no problems with Tom Hardy. He's a good actor. I'm pretty sure his quirky ass killed it as Eddie Brock. But you're gonna, I no, I almost did it. Almost, almost spoiled. I'm not pulling the spoiler for people. No, I'm not doing that for Venom. But I'll just say this: from what I was told, and then shown, you expect me to believe them too? Now come on, get get the fuck out of here, Sonny. <sighs> All right, now DC. Uh, fair point. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Now, before I went on this rant, I was going to talk about Robin. I feel Robin has begun an unfair shake since the last the last movie appearance of Robin, which would be Chris O'Donnell. I seriously feel. Dick Grayson can thrive. Dick Grayson Robin. If we, want, if we want to start with him first. If they skip over to Tim, I'm going to be a little bit... I'm going to be pissed. But, hear me out. What if we could just get past all of them, just get straight to Damien? Come on. No, no. Fuck that. If I could, I would punt that little motherfucker. I would, like, I would take Parasite's powers. Take a little bit of Superman's powers, find Damien, and punt his little ass out in the fucking stratosphere. But the only the only time I actually liked Damien was his run when Dick Grayson was Batman. That was the best of Damien there, of that Batman run when Damien was when Bat. God damn it! When Dick was Batman and Damien was his Robin. I still have those issues, and I still continue to reread those. At least Damien doesn't doesn't mince words with mother. <laughs> doesn't he doesn't mince words? True, true. But I do hope to see. I I am anticipating that issue of uh, Super Sons, where John is now Superman, and he gets to team up with um, Damien for like for like a hot second. I want to see. I want to read that issue though. That's gonna be very Same interesting. Here. That's gonna be very interesting. But um. I do feel Robin can work in this world. But, like we talked about <laughs> before my tangent, Bruce is just taking bullets. So we don't know, like once again, we don't know what happened at the end. There's a rumor that he's going to get another suit at the end of the movie. That's more comic book accurate, which gets me worried. Like how comic book accurate we're getting. Because if we're going blue and gray... Uh, or paper thin... I have problems. We're gonna have problems because I. Th- All right, another nuke is being dropped here, folks. I think the blue-gray costume for Batman is the most trash costume in Batman's history. I agree. It's trash. It worked for Adam West. 
I don't care if Denny O'Neill brought Batman back. You, the fact that you gave this man a blue, a light blue at that and gray bat suit. Get the fuck out of here. That does not inspire fear. Not one bit. I'd backhand you for wearing that. Like, does do you have any? Before we go for another rant, do you feel Robin will fit in the Batman world? Um, I'm I'm interested of how young you're going to introduce Robin. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go comic book and introduce him as like what? Almost like twelve years old, thirteen. That, um, that's a good question. I didn't think about. Or are you going to introduce him as like late, late teens, or early teens, like sixteen, seventeen? I it, it, I think it depends on how they're planning on introducing him. I think it'll be. I think it will be interesting to see him somewhere between thirteen and fifteen. As a sidekick, I because I, that's something we've never seen before, uh, in a in a Batman film, uh, I I think that would be super interesting, uh, I, I, and I actually think it could work depending on how they tackle, uh, whichever Robin they're gonna use. Because I I think there's also the thing that if they're gonna bring them younger, they might not use Dick. I think if they're gonna bring them younger, they're gonna use Jason, uh, Damien, or uh, Tim. What about Stephanie Brown? Fuck, man! I uh, you know that that that's that's uh, that could be a thing as well. That could be a thing as well. That that would be very interesting, um, Jadobi. Oh, I'd say I'm of the same mind as uh, Dennis here. I mean. Uh, Personally, oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely about thirteen, fifteen sounds about right for me. To me, I mean, uh, with this version of uh, Bruce and Batman that we're seeing, you definitely want a Robin who matches that sort of atmosphere. I mean, because uh, at the end of the day, Robin, Robin is sort of the product of the environment that he that he's in while with Bruce. If Bruce is uh, is being uh, is, is is if if Bruce is being dark and toxic, you you can pretty much guarantee that whoever is under his wing is probably going to be around. Is going to is going to have the is going to carry the same attitude or something close. Uh, then, then I would rather have um, Dick. And I would say go use Batman Eternal as your as your. Um, your ground point, your ground point, your your foundation, because I, I remember in the DC reboot where Batman, when he became Batman, he was in his what late twenties, and Dick was about late teens, early twenties when he became Robin. So that would make sense for Dick Grayson. Keep and this is something even Titans has not done. You've got they have. Young Justice is the only Young Justice and fucking Teen Titans. Well, depends on which which Teen Titans we're talking about. They kept Dick Grayson's sarcasm. The the Dick Grayson when he's like, just because Batman is dark doesn't necessarily mean 
I should let that bother me and keep me down. Like, like he was, he's essentially fucking Spider-Man for the DC universe. Like he cracked Dick Grayson t- cracks jokes. Like he, True. He t- True. Even when he was Batman, he was talking mad shit. Even the villains know. Wait a minute, Robin is Batman. Like, this is what that, you would. That's what, that's what you want to see. That's what made that comic book run so interesting because the dynamic was switch. Uh, Dick as Batman was more wisecracking, whereas Robin, <laughs> Robin was actually acting more like Batman than Dick was. Yeah, yeah, that's what made that comic run fun. So, like, I want to see Batman being Batman, and then Dick Grayson's being the smartass, like him calling Alfred Alfie, like. Like not taking it seriously, not taking the wealth seriously. Like, like, look, that's your money. This is not my money. I live here. Yeah, free food. Cool. I get to go out in a costume and kick ass. That's fine. But I'm gonna do what I. I'm gonna still be me without being you. I hope they lean into it. Even Matt Reeves said he wants to put Robin. I remember before for DC fandom, he talked about it. He wants to put Robin in his movies. And I hope he has that still in his head. Like, put Robin in your movie. Oh, we don't care if it's Stephanie Brown, Damien. Do it and shake it up. <laughs> like, hell, put in Stephanie Brown. She was still just as great. Um, she was. I feel she was like an in between of Dick and Tim. Like she had all the technical aspects of Tim, but all the wisecrackiness of Dick. And it wouldn't hurt to actually see Sportsmaster in the movie. What is he technically a Batman villain? Or I thought he was a Green Arrow villain. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, why not? I mean, yeah, yeah. They they both borrowing so like you know. Yep. Well, we spent forty minutes on Batman. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, March 4th, 2022. Technically, I already saw my first movie in a long time in theaters, which was Shang-Chi. Um, next up will definitely be Eternals. I'm day one for Ghostbusters. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I'm a diehard Ghostbuster fan. If you haven't seen my shelf, go on my Instagram. I have a whole entire shelf dedicated to Ghostbusters. I'm still working on building my Proton Pack. Because I am not spending $3,000 on a Proton Pack. Um, um, what? Did you just say 3000 What? Yeah, yeah. People are charging upwards to $3,000 to build a Proton Pack. A movie accurate one. Holy crap. I am not, No. Hell no. I'd rather spend too close to $200 building my own. I'd rather do that. And that, that makes me feel a little less crazy for trying to collect these replica lantern props. <laughs> <laughs> I had numerous of fucking chances of buying a green lantern of lantern because I have the light up ring. I still have my and it still lights up. I just have not bought the fucking lantern. Amazon had a sale. It was regular two fifty. It was knocked down to one hundred. I being the adult. I was like, we need to buy these batteries. Power outages has been happening a lot. Let me buy these batteries and buy these candles. One day I'll buy the Green Lantern Power Battery. 
I was being the, the adult side of me came out. So I could have bought the power battery. Being an asshole, bought the power battery, but I've been an adult. And I bought what we what the house needed. Nope. The 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 kid in me said screw it. So now I got red, green, and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say this. Me and Dennis is older than you. There there will be times you there one day, Joby, there's gonna be a day you're gonna be like, Fuck, I gotta be an adult. And I'm and right. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a Ricky Bobby. You, I'm putting that bad juju on you. Uh, don't you lay that evil on me, Ricky I'm a, Bobby. I'm gonna put that bad juju. I'm gonna put that bad juju on you. <laughs> <laughs> that bad juju is gonna go on you. <laughs> um, next up, we have the Flash. Um, I will say this: the suit looks fine. I want to keep this canon. Only because Ezra Miller was on Crisis of Infinite Earths, I would like to think because he met Barry in, in that alternate universe, he got the idea to make the new suit. That's my head cannon. Very reminiscent. It very is. It very much is. And I'm like, come on, like, come on, like, we 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 all as, know. Ex- as excited as I'm trying to be for the suit, I'm still. It, it... When they started talking about the Flash, I was just like, "Wait, hold on! Didn't the other season just just finish, and we're ready? And we're and we're talking about another season, and then when do these people take breaks? They but, don't. Which is why most of those actors are leaving those series. Yep. Yep. And uh, that's legit the reason why. Um, I think this is. I, I mentioned this before, um, but I, I don't think I mentioned it with you two. I feel these DC TV like how Titans is only what twelve episodes a season. Mm-hmm. You can do that with the Flash. You can do that with Legends of Tomorrow. Well, technically, Legends of Tomorrow is already doing that. Like, have these actors only do short seasons so they can go out and do whatever they want, and they only have to spend what six months out of the year to do a TV a twelve episode TV show. What three maybe three to six months. Like it's like they're doing a movie, but it's just a twelve episode season, and they have the rest of the year to do whatever they want, rest if they want to. Like I think yeah. that I think that would be more better. Like Stephen Amell said, before he did Heels, he was still doing the final season of Arrow. He was offered the lead role of Heels. He's like, hell no! I spent what eight seasons playing Arrow. I don't want to be doing that. Going right back, doing another TV show. He still did it because he loves wrestling. So, they even showed he was open about saying that. So, even I think um, Brendan Roth was talking about that on um, that podcast he did with Michael Rosenbaum. So, like, like these, like, I was expecting Grant Gustin to be done with playing The Flash by this point. He made an interesting point on that same podcast inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. He was talking about all the opportunities that he's lost. Um, because of scheduling with the Flash, because he would like to, he would like to do like some more plays and, and, and theatrics and, and things like that in some movies, but because of the time, he's he's had to t- kind of turn them down. And you know, one there's one uh, common denominator that I've been finding with all these actors when it's time for those crossovers. As much as we love them, they fucking suck the life out of them doing those crossovers because they, they, they really work do. even harder they have they they work more hours just to get those crossovers done 
and and also with, with everything that's going on in Hollywood with um, production assistants, grips, drivers, um, not getting better pay, being work having to work twelve hours with no breaks. Imagine all this, like we were saying, like if the actors like getting tired. Imagine the people behind the scenes. Exactly. So like, like fuck, like these shows need to be shortened because keeping them twenty two a season is not is not help. It's not beneficial anymore. Like streaming services prove that you can do, you can have a good body of work for ten to twelve episodes. Hell, sometimes it's only like if we're looking at Marvel, six to eight. You're and that's fine. The actors get to do whatever they want, and like the fact that Marvel is not holding on to their actors no more for contracts. They just renegotiate the deal. So if the actor wants more money, Marvel will be like, eh, "Fine, we made just we made already another billion. Here you go." Like, I think that's what Warner Brothers and the CW needs to do. So like, I don't think. Ezra Miller's like scheduled for another like if Flash gets a sequel, they're more likely will have to negotiate another deal since he's a. Pro- mm, let me take that back because he's a producer on this Flash movie, which is like which is crazy because I don't even think Ben Affleck was producer on Justice League. Uh uh-uh. uh. So Ezra Miller has like help. I think that's a first for the super. Well, no, Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman. Yeah. But um, hearing getting to the trailer because we we did get, that was a good conversation a little bit though. Um, hearing Keaton though, in the Batman voice, just talking about the Flash's power and what he can do, and like and of all places to come to you come to his universe I'm just like Batman's back well Keaton Batman is back and alright that just caught me completely off guard I was like okay I'll tolerate Ezra's Flash for this because I want to see Michael Keaton come back um, any thoughts on the uh, on the Flash trailer? Um, well, teaser. I keep on saying trailer. Several things. Um, I find it interesting that nobody's really talking about Supergirl being in the trailer. I think I kept seeing that she was like an afterthought because of everything else that was happening. Yeah, it was just like um, a blinking you missed for her though. Yeah, but to, to be fair, she wasn't in the trailer that much. Yeah, she was just kind of in the background. Uh, so you didn't get to see a lot of her. Now, that was actually smart because I don't want to give away too much of why she's even there right now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's amazing that that whole teaser was narrated by Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Keaton Bruce Wayne. Because that's smart. Because if you if you want to give a teaser and you want to get people excited for this movie, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Get lit. This particular Bruce narrate the teaser. Show us his suit. Show us the outline of what we know is the badass Burton Batmobile underneath that tarp. Mm-hmm. Um, but also show the new suit, which I 
thought was dope. I, I like the look of it. Um, what I did not notice until after watching that trailer, like a third time, uh, and, and, and I know a lot of people. There's another berry. There's two berries in this trailer. Yeah, I noticed that. But also, did you notice? Do you follow Annie Muschietti on um, Instagram? Yes. So you remember that um, that bat suit that had the lightning bolt over? Yeah, it? that's the one that that Barry's wearing. Yeah, I was like, do anybody notice this? <laughs> but so I have a theory about this because mm-hmm. I, 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 it's a callback. This particular Barry's hair is longer. Um, in Batman vs Superman, that Barry had the same hairstyle when they showed him in the store stopping that robbery. Oh yeah, you're right. So, yeah, in Batman vs. Superman, uh, when Bruce was, like, going over, like, footage of all these special people, uh, this particular Barry had longer hair, and he was in a store, and it show, shows him stopping a, a, a robbery. So, I'm guessing that this is Barry, like, right after he got his power, so he doesn't even have, he hadn't even had a chance to make his suit yet. And this is the reason why he's got a spray-painted Batman armor with, like, the lightning bolt on it. That's just my theory. Hmm. I can see that. My theory, that Barry is from that world's, that Keaton's Batman world. He's their Barry Allen. And he, he just, like, he just never gone out to use his powers because Batman... Whatever happened to him? Because in that clip, everybody assumes, "Oh, that's Affleck's Batman." I'm like, no, freeze frame that clip. It's Keaton's Batman mask and his suit, but there's blood all around. We need to know what happened at that moment. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Keaton's world's Barry Allen, and he just like never rose up to be a hero because there's no other heroes around. That's my theory. That's a solid theory, though. Um, game theory. It could happen. <laughs> Do you have a theory, Jadobi? Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to you too, and I'm, I'm, and, and my mind is just being pulled in so many different directions. I don't even know where to begin with this one. <laughs> it's like the biggest mindfuck. I'm like, God damn, this is why. This, 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 this is this is why. This is why time. This is why everything dealing with time travel is just a big mind fuck. True, that is very true. Well, but but it's also when when you come into terms of the Flash, it's not just time travel though; it's dimension travel as well. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like because it's not it's not just that he can go travel to any time. He literally can jump from multiple Earths mm-hmm. at any given time. Whenever you want, so I it's 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 very it's very exciting to always see that in some way, shape, or form on like live action. Like I I I I'm not gonna lie. I really did like the the Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover mm-hmm. because I felt like we got a just mesh of so many things from DC that we weren't expecting. Um, like we got the the one actress from like the Bird of Prey TV series. Yo, uh, that was dope. Uh, Kevin Conroy. Got, yeah, Kevin Conroy. 
You got the one dude that was in the Tim Burton Batman that was the uh, the journalist. With, Alexander Knox. Uh, yeah, Alexander Knox. Uh, we got Ralph as Kingdom Come Superman, which that's just blew my mind because that suit looked amazing. It really um, did. But the the one thing that tugged on my heartstrings and the thing that made me a Flash fan when I was a kid was John Wesley's ship ending his run as the '90s Flash in that in that miniseries. Yes, because that show never got a proper ending. It was canceled after one season. Um, and that show as a kid is the reason why I picked up a Flash comic book. I loved that show as a kid. Same here. I I like, own the Blu-ray. I own the DVD of that season. Yeah, I that that I watched that show faithfully as a kid. I was like, oh, what is this? And the thing about it is, when I read when that show came out, when I went to pick up a book, I was confused because at that time, Wally was the Flash. So I was like, wait, who is this? I was like, this is what. So then I had to kind of do research oh okay i know okay this is all right so we, we got that straight out but seeing him get a proper ending and then the way that he went out i was like bruh i had, I had to clinch my pearls because i was like bruh i did not expect that the to, to to hit as hard as it did but it was the proper send-off yeah and then uh, his his theme his splash theme was going oh on oh my god his theme hits right when that happens i was like God damn it! I was like, they got me. CW got me. Yeah, and so it's just it's really cool to see this because you you never did see this before unless it was animated, and sometimes it was a bitch to even see it get it in animation. Uh, but you only really see this heavily in comics. But I'm I'm now happy that um within the realm of where comic book film is going. They're like, okay, so we're just going to go full comics and just give you shit like this now, live action. How do you feel about that? Um, and I, I love it. I love it. And I, I'm very excited to see where they're going to take this. It's the best kind of fan service. It is. It really is. Like I mean, just look at What If. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> All eight episodes of What If is all nine episodes of What If is now in the Space Society Collective. If you want to hear our opinions on that, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> Most of them are doubled up. Those episodes are doubled up. I my only gripe with those those What If episodes was I wish the Marvel Zombies episode was a little bit longer. Yeah, that should have been more than Definitely. one. Definitely, that should have been more than one episode. Like I want more. Yeah, and, that was so good. Like, oh my god! And since we're on Marvel talk a little bit, um, Benita has said this, and I actually, you know what? I, I came around on her thinking. To not recast Black Panther is doing a disservice to young people who looked up to not only he's like, he's a the Chad Boseman is the actor. He laid the groundwork for T'Challa for the next actor to be like he put his he he put this gravitas towards it I can add on more to it to inspire young young black people to be better and not recasting so another actor can actually carry that voice message on but having different people 
carry that message, this is, it feels kind of cheap. And I, actually, I got an opinion on that. I actually agree. Go ahead. We're 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 in the, we're, we're we're in the discussion page. Let's go. I I got an opinion about that. It's only been all, uh, like a year mm-hmm. uh, since the passing of of Chadwick. Um, I would say this I, because you got to think about this from a business standpoint too. They've already had production and stuff ready and time slots ready for this film. I feel that if this if they wouldn't make if they were going to make a Black Panther sequel six or seven years down the road they would have recast it. But since this role was they knew was gonna go into production and filming within like two or three years, I think honestly in their heart they felt it's too soon. Especially the way people feel about especially the way that that Film, crew, staff, production feels about Chadwick. I think they felt like it was too soon. Like if we were gonna get a sequel many, many years down the road, they probably would they might even think about recasting. Given that the man hasn't even been dead a year, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a wise choice not to recast right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the future we'll we'll, we'll probably get one. I, I'm almost certain we'll 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 see T'Challa in the future live action, but right now I think right now it's just still way too soon. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm more on the wait and see how uh, Wakanda Forever will come out. Yeah, I think that has been pushed to 2023. Yep. Yeah. Marvel did a big Along with a couple others. Yeah, but we'll do that in a future episode. The Suicide Squad killed the Justice League trailer. I wasn't digging it. I kind of like. I like. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it too. I, I actually liked the original um trailer that we got, um, a few months ago. That was actually this time last year. That's right. <laughs> was... Now for me. Now, now, for me, the, the reason I say I like it is because, you know, um, unlike everybody else, I, I've i never really played the Arkham games or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, I don't have the I don't have the same depth of knowledge or connection that or, or, or able to make the connections that everyone else has in terms of where these where the Suicide Squad or these characters individually exist in that universe. So I, I I can only really take it from what I'm seeing at the moment. Uh, well, good thing I got my glasses on. Like I'm doing that anime, pushing my glasses up a little bit more, and getting giving you the the business, if you will. Because <laughs> <clears throat> I know Dennis as well. You has you played the Arkham games as well, right? Yeah, I've I've I've, I've played all of them. Um, this is one of those situations where this game makes me happy because it's different. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's, it's just which was one of the things I'm like I'm like okay I I can I can get you know the Arkham games I can get into those games I can go back and replay those games because I love them mm-hmm. um, but I'm glad it's doing something different I don't want to jump the gun here which is one of the reasons why I'm looking to Gotham Knights because I'm super excited for that oh, yeah. game I think that'll um, be the only game I'm willing to co-op with you um, with anyone so yeah I, that that game's gonna be fun if I, that game was single player by itself. Everybody would still be looking forward to it, but the fact that you can co-op 
with your friends is gonna be is gonna put that game on another level. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I wasn't paying attention to that part. That that's that's a big plus for me. I I told my friends this. I'm telling you now this, Dennis, and I'm gonna tell Bruce Wayne, Brady, Anthony Abbott himself. I called dibs on Nightwing. It's too late. <laughs> no, I called. Too late. I. You can play multiple. They already said you can play multiple characters. I'm not, fine. I'm not rolling. I'm not trying to be on your stream as Nightwing while you already rolling around as Nightwing. I don't fight <laughs> like that, bro. <laughs> I don't fight like that. I need consistency. Somebody needs to be somebody different. I'm sorry. Somebody got to be somebody but, different. But 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 I I'm I'm telling you one thing that I'm seeing about this game already that I'm really liking with this new trailer. Yeah. Is that the costumes? Oh. There's gonna be some skins that's probably gonna be legit make you look like other characters, but you'll still have the same fighting style. Yeah. As the chosen character. So I'm excited, and I'm, I'm I'm really I'm really hoping for certain DLC characters that you can also use in that, that game. Yeah, because yeah, maybe 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 Stephanie Brown. Give me Batwing. Signal. Batwing. What, what, what I, you know, Batwoman would be dope to have in that game. I think she'll more um, likely be a skin for Batgirl from Barbara Gordon. She she might, but um, I, I, I gotta say this signal. I gotta say oh, yeah, I said this. signal. I did say signal. I hope like hell we get Cassandra Kane in that game. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing there too. Cause I like the fact that I know some people are complaining. My brother is one of them. He didn't like the fact that he said the quarter vials is tied to Dick Grayson and Bruce. The fact mm-hmm. that I was like, Dick is there. I was like, you got that one aspect of the story. It was like, I get it. You want Batman to be in the middle of the story. But I was like, I'm sorry. You just got to deal with it. I was like, you just got to deal with it. But I'll say this. All right. I'll say this here. When I'm playing solo, all right, I'll, I'll run around as Nightwing. But for you, bro, I'll be I'll be Robin. You ain't got to be Robin. You be Nightwing. All right. So I do expect you to be playing rolling around as Robin or somebody else. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> but um, we already started talking about Gotham Knights. Let's keep on going. Um, I I'm liking the fact that these signatures are saying 2022. Don't pull with like we're like you said at the top of this episode. We're still in the pandemic, so a lot right. of a lot of game devs and a lot of people engineers are working from home. So take your time. Don't pull a CD project. Just take your time, work on the game. When you feel it's ready, put it out like God of War. He was like, "No, we want a couple of more. We actually want two more months." Yeah, like, like smart thinking game, like because you know the game is gonna be fire when it finally comes out. Except for this is from I know people are still iffy though because this is the same um, WB Montreal that made Arkham Origins. Now I never played Arkham Origins. But I do know my brother's one of the few people who actually liked Arkham Origins. They're just certain things about Arkham Origins he just dislikes. Yeah, it's a good game. It's just had, it has little nitpicky things here and there that makes makes it stand alone from the other Arkham games. But it was actually a good game. Mm-hmm. So I'm and I'm I'm do hoping like I want New Fifty Two, Rebirth, and I do not want Nineteen Eighties Nightwing 
as as a costume skin. Oh no, that's just fun. I I don't I don't mind. Like, you, you, want the, you, want, you want the you want you want the mullet? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the one where he has the mullet, the ponytail mullet, and his gold light blue and navy blue. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's sexy. No hell no. <laughs> I remember having that action figure as a kid, and when Nightwing came out with that all jet black suit with the with the fucking black, um, the dark blue Nightwing emblem, I was like, I want that. <laughs> well, see, that's that's the whole thing. That blue and light blue and yellow suit set you up for a better suit. That's that's what happened. So you you gotta appreciate it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, y'all just y'all just ain't having it right now. I tried to give you some love, but they not. They the nineties, the nineties screwed over good. so many DC heroes, man. I mean, come on, the Superman, the, the Superman with the the the, the positive and negative powers, like come on, the red and yeah. blue Superman, yeah, yeah. and it, thing. like Dick's suit when he started as Nightwing was fine with the high collar because it was still black, and then it was more of a lighter blue, but then when we got into the nineties, then we got the one that I'm bitching about, <laughs> so like, um, and I think by that point Batman was still in the gray and light blue, yeah. So I was like, ugh. Just, ugh. The lost period. <laughs> the lost period. And then what they did to Hal Jordan at this time. Like, what the fuck were you thinking, DC? Making him. Uh, oh, my God. The name was there and it blanked out. Oh, my God. When he ended up, when he started getting corrupted. Oh, yeah. What was the name of that fucking entity again? Oh, Parallax. There we go. Thank you. When Hal Jordan became Parallax, I was like, ugh. And then I have to keep on telling people, Hal Jordan is a very problematic lantern. Um, he, he dated a 17-year-old, and he was like, wait, what? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm kind of glad, and I guess this is a good transition. I'm kind of glad. I'm actually glad we got Jon Stewart in Kill the Justice League. Um, oh, yeah. That, that, was a good, that was a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't like the Flash suit. That is all. All right, the suit looks fine. The the cow Flash's cow look ugly. I get they trying to bring in a bit of realism in the in the Arkham world, but I mean, keep the goggles off his eyes. He's not Bart. Well, holy shit! What if this Flash is Bart? Could be. Because Bart would be the only one with those stupid ass gargles goggles. <laughs> I'm I'm trashing on Bart Allen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I watched that episode of The Flash where Bart Allen joined. I'm like, eh, he's here. Hey, what's gonna happen? I wish um Home Dude was here, still around for Wally, but nah, he didn't want to come back. Oh God! I had to take I had to take a double. I had to look up the Flash's costume again. I did not see the goggles myself. Yeah, see, that's just... see, see, told you, told you. <laughs> um, but I seriously feel I don't think the the Suicide Squad is going to kill the Justice League. I think they're going to find a way to take out, like incapacitate them. Because you you notice they have every time they try to show Wonder Woman, they only show like the lasso and the sword, and then they cut away on purpose. Yep. 
And every time they try to show Aquaman, you see, I noticed the Trident, but they cut away. And then, I shit you not, since DC fandom to now, I've been arguing with my brother. I was like this. That is a Batman gauntlet. I was like, you that scene where you see the grappling gun and you see you see the whatever the fuck you call it on Batman's um the fins, whatever, on the arm. I'm like, that is someone in a Batman costume, goddammit. I mean, the thing is that uh, with the with the Suicide Squad game, I mean, I I, I fully expected they're not going to kill the Justice League. Cause this, this, cause there's only so many ways you can tell this story where you know where you know nothing's about to go according to plan. True, but um, there's, do you think because this is set in the Arkham world, and we know, and this is a spoiler, Bruce Wayne. And Alfred dies at the end of the game. Well, once again. What? Once again, air quotes. Because at the end of the game, at the after the credits of the game, I'll, um, Commissioner Gordon is narrating the game. Narrating the epilogue. You see um, these thugs um, stealing um, a person's um, money. And they, pretty much how Batman 89 started. And then they look up and you see someone jumping down like Batman and the game goes off. So it was like, but it could it be the fear toxins? Or could it be someone is running around as Batman using weaponizing the fear toxins for themselves? What do you think, Dennis? Um I've always been kind of open minded about how that ends. Because mm-hmm. it's it's really just kind of left up into the air uh, about who that might be or if that's if that's still Bruce. Um, I, I I really don't have an opinion about that. I personally still think that it's Bruce. Hmm. It could be Bruce. It could be a lot of things at this point. Yeah. When you think um, you think we should. I should stop arguing with my brother and wait till the Suicide Squad comes out because we was it got heated. I was I kept on dropping the end bomb. <laughs> I'm like that is a Batman arm in front of Harley Quinn's face with the other Suicide Squad members around. Batman is in the game. What Batman? I don't know. I mean. Uh... I mean, at the same time, someone could argue maybe someone stole, maybe someone stole some of his gadgets. The only, the only person who technically would do that, um, in Arkham Knight, um, Red Hood did it, took, um, took some stuff, and then Robin and Dick still technically had gadgets and gear before Bruce, um, quote unquote, died. So it, it it is a it is a like well possibility. Yep. So it's just pretty much a whatever happens. We just have to wait till the game comes out. Both Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League will be out twenty twenty two. And Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, who was also in Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. who was also in the Avengers as the mm-hmm. one of uh, as Okoye, is now Amanda Waller. 
That's awesome. I'm for it. Yep. She's a great actress. Yeah. My brother was like, who? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> I was like, just never mind. But I, I like the fact that we're seeing more of, not in like movies or television, but like now in like gaming, we've seen a lot of her. Or yeah. we're hearing her voice. Which is really, which is really great, because I was even I was I was like, where did, where it happens in like majority of these people from Mad TV? Like we already know Phil Lamar is doing great. Oh yeah. Brian Callen, I don't know what the fuck is up with him in terms of stand-up com- com- uh, comedy, and him being in the cult of Joe Rogan. Um, I remember one, I forgot her name, but she was in Parks and Rec as um, Jan, that talk show host that keeps on getting drunk on live TV. That Leslie, nope. Has anyone watched Parks and Rec? Or I'm, on, or I'm the uh, only one. Uh-uh. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Alright. <laughs> Before we go, Black Adam. Rock, you keep on saying you're the most powerful DC character. Look. Shazam could whoop your, your motherfucking ass left to right. Alright, quit talking. Before we finally get which you're going to become your jabroni ass is going to get you, get worked and you're going to, you're going to be talking that shit no more rock that's me cutting my promo on the rock i ain't scared of him you can try to rock bottom me i'll give him the stone cold stunner like him with me i'm hey, a so you got to be on be your own hype man <laughs> at, at at a point in time i wanted to go into wrestling but since i'm asthmatic um, it was a no-go, so I'm just going to cut promos on wrestlers until I get called out on Twitter or on a podcast. <laughs> so, once again, Rock Jabroni, you ain't the most powerful DC character. I can at least name five. All right? We all know Superman weakness is magic and Warner Brothers by this point because we... Ste- we- Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Batman, Super Pets, which we did not mention right now, all are getting something, but not nothing for Superman. Not Calvin Ellis, Superman. Don't forget Naomi. Naomi. I don't even know who the fuck she is. Everybody's hyped for the show. What? You don't know Naomi? You you don't know it's the last time I had a DC comic? Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a minute, bro. I pick, I, I pick and choose. I, I read that. I read that first <laughs> issue the day it came out. <laughs> I know Ava DuVernay is behind it, so that's a pedigree. But of all places, CW. Yeah, that worries me. It's it might it might not last long. Like, god damn it! Because because the story has like a very it, it it's it's a solid story, but it it takes it. It has a lot of building up to get to the good parts. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume Dennis. You don't know who Naomi is either, huh? Only recently, uh, because oh. I saw that she was getting live action and adaptation. So I've been kind of doing some digging into that just to see uh, what she's about. But before the announcement, I did not know, but I have been looking into it lately. Dennis, could you give us the cliff notes? I mean, not but, Dennis. Uh, I mean, Jadobi. Sorry. Uh, comes from a whole different 
comes from a whole different universe or dimension with a whole bunch of superpower people and you know shit goes wrong in their in their dimensional universe she gets she in to save her she ends up getting tossed to uh, to this to their earth to the other earth or dc's earth i don't even know really how to what to call it at this point but yeah she gets kicked from her from her planets to this earth and it's just a whole mystery unraveling of her origins over time but it all starts with a surprise encounter between superman and a villain in uh in her quiet little town Hmm. okay i'd say he call her i mean the way best way i could describe her is like her power set is a little like uh Captain Marvel's not 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 to that extreme, but you know, a lot of that energy manipulation, flight, strength, and whatnot. <clears throat> I'll check it out. I'm just I'm iffy because I know Static Shock. Well, Static is still getting a planned live action movie. Blue Beetle's getting um, his live action movie. They showed um, character art for his costume. Um, Looking forward to it. The milestone heroes, including Static, will get a live action. When I'm um, animated movie, and they show how Static will look. It's, it looks more in line with um, the animated version and how he looks currently right now in comic books. So, Gen Z millennial looking fucking Static. Sorry, I have to. Um. Which is not bad. The costume looks fly. I give I give them that. We just um, why Static needs a mask. He always protects his family. He wants to make sure his identity is secret. Give that boy a mask. But um, we're getting a milestone animated movie, so I, I can't wait for that. Um, let's campaign. Um, now nah, I want to play. I don't want to voice a teenager. I'm not even an actor. I don't want to voice Static. Never mind. Nah, never mind. Campaign Desi's dead for static. Ah, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm now now I'm really paying attention to the cover. What in the? Where is his mask? See, see, told you. Um, so I, I think I need to because uh, there was some iffy on black super, live action superhero TV shows. Luke Cage did a good balance of Negro spiritual, but still staying true to Luke Cage as a superhero. Black Lightning leans so heavy on the Negro spiritual. Way too heavy sometimes. I'm like, is Black Lightning being Black Lightning or he's gonna be he's gonna give a gospel? Let the man be a superhero. I hate the fact that Cress Williams now get to finally be a superhero superhero in the five part episodes of Flash for um, Flash Armageddon. I'm like, it took him to not be on his own show to finally be a superhero. Yep. Like it's, that's pretty a damn, much. That's a damn shame. Like I and everybody's like, "Dude, you see about your own people." We put too much faith in. And once again, I, I'm not judging if you are of, of of faith. It just there should be a good blend of it, not too much to the point where it's like you're saying God. Or praise God, or every, like every other fucking sentence. Like, 
God, they give you these powers. <laughs> Creepy as scientist Jews from Russia gave you these powers. I'm just saying. It's not God's gift. Uh, nope. <laughs> it's not. But, um, yeah. That was that episode. Um, I cut it. To, oh, shit. I, I totally bypassed. Um, didn't. Uh, your thought on Black Adam? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Black Adam? Yeah, thoughts. Uh, yeah, we went on that tangent, and I totally forgot about Black Adam. I um, I really hadn't given it much thought until fandom showed the teaser and the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks interesting. Um, I am super excited to see this D- these versions of the JSA, because they look dope. Um, and Guy Pierce as... Yeah. Dr. Fate is just... It's just brilliant. Like so shocking. Pierce Bronson as Dr. Fate is is a spot on casting. Whoever casted him should get a raise and, and then some. Um but to see Adam Smasher and Cyclone and Hawkman in this too, which totally makes sense for Hawkman to be in there. Uh all this Hodge, baby. Yeah, they it and they show like the 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 the, the uh, costume like the chess pieces for each one. Ooh, that was beautiful. Which was they all look amazing. Doctor Fate's helmet is it just looks dope. Um, I gotta say though, based off of what I saw, I'm actually more interested in Black Adam now because given what this movie's going to do, um, you can you can expect the inevitable that there's going to be a Shazam. Uh, versus Black Adam movie in the future. That's what we want. Yep. That's what you want. That's what you want. Now, really, I'm 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 just so shocked by this one because you know I'm looking I'm looking at the settings. I'm looking at the JSA. I'm looking at Black Adam himself. The interactions he's having with the outside world, and I'm just like, is and then you see the Rock talking about how this is his uh his brainchild and blah 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 and i'm just like it's like did he really it's like is this this is really something this guy's been working on i'm impressed it's ambitious the settings look amazing like it looks good it took it only took 20 years for us finally for us to finally see anything yeah he didn't but he didn't give up on it and now he's bearing the fruits of his labors yeah and yeah, I mean, and it it doesn't look bad. It does so far. It does not look bad. Unless hope we not don't at have, all. Unless hope we don't have to wait another twenty years to actually finally see it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this is um this episode. Our DC with a tinge of Marvel filled episode of the Space Oddity Collective. Thank you once again to Dennis twelve nineteen. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you once again for returning to Dolby Siphon. Good to be here again. And as always, make sure you support your local. Something I have not this have I have not said in a long time. Mask up, practice social distancing if you can. Get the vaccine, and also most importantly, which this is definitely I haven't said in a long time. Support your local comic book shops. Do it. Yep. Support your local comic book shops. Try to get all the comics that we talked about today. And it is the anniversary of Arkham City. Go ahead and go play that. It's on sale on PSN for four ninety nine. Where are you gonna go? Where a game that's ten years old is about five bucks right now, including the DLC. But again, on that shit, 
I'm serious. I don't have sound. Yeah, I might as well. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. I don't have sound. We we have sound bites now, but I forgot to trigger it. So um, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>